Listener Production. Activate your internet. Because the Hamish and Andy podcast starts in three, two... Sorry, still buffering. One. Ahoy to me compact, Hamish. I hope we're types of disc... Ahoy to me floppy, Jacko. Oh, yes, yes. Not the obsolete one. Yes. <laughs> and I'll be hard. <laughs> yes. yes we are. Good quality, but depending on yeah, the thumb drive over there. And Andy's a, a nine teraflop thumb drive. <laughs> the um, best in the biz. What do you think? I mean, I suppose the hard drive is the only one we're still kind of using. The compact disc, uh, they were huge though. I had that fun moment that parents get or people that, you know, get to have with kids these days where I was explaining to Sonny, my little boy on the weekend, what a video store was because I worked at one Mm. and what that would mean (laughs) and just watching his mind go, what are you talking about? This doesn't make any sense, this system. This system is terrible. We're actually all obsolete, aren't we? Because hard disks, they're hard drives. Oh, right, as the Mm. disks. Yeah, well, it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, they've, they're actually, maybe the floppy disk is the most famous because even though we don't use it, it is the image for the logo of Save on Ooh, many things. That's true. That I is was true, thinking Jay. the compact disk might be the most famous because... I'm still the audio. I mean, I'm still in CDs, every car. There would have been more sold. There would have been more compact disk sold than any of the other discs. Oh, Chuck it on the hundred, sure. mate, because <laughs> <laughs> I reckon I reckon yeah. floppies might have outsold them yeah. because floppies have been around since the night. Like the floppies had ten years on CDs. Remember, in the nineties, everything was floppy disk. I know, but compact. Do you though? Because you're music. pretty anti-floppy disk. Uh, I, I think music, music CDs has got. Chuck it on the hundred. Uh, yeah, well, <laughs> okay, we can't settle this. <laughs> I've officially have run out of the questions. If it goes, like, if you see that on the hundred, it'll be yeah, the last well, episode. Because I've also question. just realised that's not what the hundred no, is what for is opinions. The question? <laughs> The question would be, who thinks floppy disks sold more? I'm like, well, we're no closer to the answer. But it's nice to get thoughts. <laughs> Ahoy also to Beth, who used the much easier to use system rather than sending in any disk to us by uploading her oh, message. This could be easier. <laughs> mail, mail in a floppy would be easier than this. Amishandandy.com. Ahoy, boys. Beth here. I have just done the preferred start-to-finish format of the podcast, and for any new listeners... That'll take you about four months if you listen to about five episodes a day. Uh, I just only had one question after finishing this quest. Mm. Did Hamish ever use the sniper suit more than once? Yeah. Well, thank you, Beth, for using the preferred... uh, That's the only question. There's so so many more Peter outs than that. (laughs) But we do appreciate appreciate anyone that goes back and coast to coast it. That's really fun. Yeah. yeah, that sniper suit's come out a lot of times. No, it hasn't. Um, <laughs> it, it's come out, it's, it came out during lockdown for Ultimate Hide and Seek. I remember oh. that, like during COVID. With your son? Um, yeah, with the yeah. kids. Yeah. And I just said, guys, give me 10 minutes, but then come out in the backyard, <laughs> come out in the backyard and find me. And it was like, yeah. uh, for people that remember the hit Harrison Ford film, um, Clear and Present Danger, there's a great scene in that on a sniper course uh, where they're trying to find the sniper. And that's very much what the kids were doing for me. Yes. So great fun. Great fun good for the family. Good use of $400 spent on a sniper suit. Hey, still good. And you'd still, I still have it and it still could come out at any time. You wanted to... Oh, sorry, on that, just before we move on from that I just want to I think I mentioned this the other week but while we're talking about sniper suits and purchases Mm. 
I just want to formally state, this isn't what I want to... This isn't the next bit, but I just want to formally state that, yeah, in case I wasn't clear the other day, I, I'm pausing the compound bow acquisition. <laughs> <laughs> I, was that was to see who who is first to admit their Peter out. The compound bow yeah, or Jack hun- tracking, hun- tracking down the CEO of no, Mars? No, Jack will still, Jack will get the CEO of Mars. I was I've got full confidence there. But, yeah, pausing the compound bow. Had a little shoot of a, a bow and arrow a couple of weeks ago. Yep. Really hurt my shoulder. And so I'm not, not ready to step up to the compound bow. Okay. And also, again, a story for another day, have got into um, uh, sea kayaking a little bit. <laughs> so, <laughs> so there's just only so many so hours worry. in the day. <laughs> don't worry, this, this useless spending has be- occurred. It's yeah, just not on the yeah. apparatus have, have, that you thought it may have gone to. Things have been bought and the top of the range <laughs> things like carbon fibre paddles have been bought. bought? Just... I yeah. just can't see a way to combine them. You can fish. I would in imagine the sea there was kayak. carbon in the compound bow as well. Yeah, it would have been really, really so good. So you just changed your carbon <laughs> shape. <laughs> so <laughs> carbon suppliers globally won't notice a dip. <laughs> so I'm obviously looking after the carbon market. Good. I'm just choosing where we where we distribute that carbon. And look, maybe there's a time when mm. I can pop the bow on the back of a kayak. <laughs> Head out into Sydney Harbour and um Take and shoot myself a, a snapper. <laughs> <laughs> if one, if we... a snapper's foolish enough to come to the surface yeah. within fifty yards of the of the kayak, yes. then I'll certainly take one down. But um, <laughs> that's but again, if you're a snapper, certainly this calendar year. Have you ever had a situation where two of your spontaneous purchases have had crossover? Because normally he gets into something. Well, and you could use the sniper yeah. suit so the snapper don't know you're there. <laughs> It's not the best on the water, and, and I am in a big white boat. <laughs> it's more of a bush sniper yeah. seat, Jack. Yeah, yeah. I, I need to get a seaweed one, <laughs> which isn't too much of an upgrade. No, it's a good question, Ando. Um, have some of the purchases overlapped? Yes. Yeah. Probably, probably gee, golf in the sniper suit might. Why? Um, well, it just could be a bit of a lark if you hit one into the rough, pop your sniper <laughs> suit on. <laughs> <laughs> and then no, you guys you know are going, we haven't seen vision goggles. That's we better a purchase. To, to I use, actually yeah. have got the glow in the dark. Again, not what I was planning to talk about, but the glow in the dark balls. Have you used those? I have. They're so fun. They were good fun. Yeah. And yeah. They were good for, fun. For, you got for, for one. Got <laughs> the one evening. Right. Well, I've used them twice yeah. and I still enjoy them. <laughs> okay. Because, hey. Andy, didn't you go to play uh, nighttime golf, and then you pulled up in the car park, and it was like a hot spot for people to hook up. Yeah, if you knew it was, it was different uh, hole in ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was it was hole a in three. Yeah, a hot spot. Yeah. Like a, yeah. So um, as I le- as I jumped out with my mate Paul, everyone was like, "All oh, right, we haven't seen you two before." <laughs> and I said, "No, we're going." No, no, we bought special balls. <laughs> yes. Sorry, where's the where's the confusion here? Yes. Are we all talking about the same thing? <laughs> Good memory, Jack. Uh, hey, there's something I wanted to quickly bring up. Now it's with some slight hesitation because I know it's an area, Jack. You're a little nervous to talk about. Mister mm. Ralph. <laughs> well, I'm not nervous to talk about him. I just don't want us on the show to make any contact with him or any. Mm of what we talk about to get back to him mm. or anyone he works with in case what he's doing is dodgy and it cuts it off. Have you spoken to your partner, Bianca, about the fact that you divulged a hell of a lot about Mr. Ralph a few weeks back? No, and I, I don't want to tell her because I don't want it to get back to her mum and <laughs> yeah. feel Look, like I hear it's all that. coming down like a ha- house of cards. Yes. Feel that, I feel that, <laughs> but I've had so much feedback from people 
about Mr. Ralph. Mm. So many questions that people have. Can we have. ask a few more questions? A couple of questions and we'll put <laughs> Mr. Ralph to bed. <laughs> you can have three yes-no questions. <laughs> great, great. Okay. Jack. Mr. Ralph obviously means a lot to you. Yes. If, no, no, that's not a question. No, no, that's establishing fact. So just, just quickly, if, if people haven't done Beth's move mm. of going from start to finish of the podcast, Mr. Ralph is a person that Jack has never met that yep. gets him very, very cheap flights overseas. It's a family asset mm. on Bianca's side. But an, been an aging family asset. Yes, and uh, sometimes he gets too old and fed up to even deal with them. But when he's on a good day and it's Bianca's yep. mum who has to discern whether he's in a good mood. <laughs> she reads she, the weather <laughs> of the Mr. Ralph system and she can tell if it's a positive day. And that's when they book flights. And they can only book 18 months in advance, is it? 11. 11. Sorry. Um, and Mr. Ralph recently had a health scare. Jack mm. tried to book 10 years of flights <laughs> in one go. And that's when he found out you can only book 11 months yes. in advance. Because yes. okay. Mr. Ralph, you only pay the taxes, don't you, for business class flights? It, this is the reason why I think it's dodgy is there's no rhyme or reason to really what we pay. It seems like he sort of just comes up with a number. Mm. I, my guess is that maybe he's got some sort of allocation mm. and he just sells of free flights and he just sells it for a car. What percentage off are you getting, do you think? It's it's ridiculous. So we fly, we've been flying for the last three or four years business class to see Bianca's family in the US for sometimes less than an economy ticket. Wow. Jeep is mm. Okay. My question, my yes, yeah. no question to you is, Jack, if can word I, came... Can, can I ask a question first? Mm. What what Why is it in your interest to... To stifle what I've got going on. No, 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 We're trying no, to feed we, a we, hunger of information, we, yeah, a fascination no, that people don't. have. That's the last thing we'd want. We don't want to rock the boat. Yeah. But my question to you is, so I can help, I can understand. Hmm. I find it, in, I mean, I find this whole, you've never met him, but he, he is so important to your life. Hmm. If word came back through Bianca's mum that Mr. Ralph, because we know he's an old man. Yes, he's 88. He's 88. If, he, if it comes back that he is an artist, he paints to calm himself, right? Mm -hmm. It's one of his hobbies. <laughs> and he would like a tasteful nude photo of you to paint. <laughs> would you send it to keep the relationship solid? <laughs> if, if I thought he was going to jeopardise the flights by not sending it, then yes, it's no skin off my back. <laughs> For him, for him to pay me. I introduced okay. you today as floppy. <laughs> <laughs> Much better than if you were the hard yeah. disk. <laughs> yeah. Don't send yeah. that. That's not tasteful. No. Yeah. Mm. No, tasteful. Yeah, tasteful. Could even have like velvet draped over you. That's of, nice. You know. Yeah. 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 Okay, so like, he would... He's not going to put it in galleries or anything like that. It's just. We don't know yeah. what he's going to do with it. But who cares? Either way. He's, he's, either, he's either way, if it, keeps, if it keeps the flights coming, yep. keep them coming. His okay. circles That's... don't overlap with yours. It seems so. You'll never yeah. I doubt it doesn't yeah. feel like there's there's much overlap. Another question, Haim? If he told you, if he asked you, right? Let's say, okay, word comes in goes, okay, Mr. Ralph's old. He kind of gets his thrills by hearing crazy stories. He wants you to go to the library and film yourself stealing some books. Would you steal <laughs> some books for Mr. Ralph? <laughs> and that's how he gets his thrills. I. You'd do that more than the nude. <laughs> I think I would, and then I would um, donate the cost of the books back to the library no, at a later <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Would, you, would you spray paint? This is the last one. 
Yeah. Would you spray paint the words like a big, big, like graffiti piece, like Mr. Ralph under, like on a wall? Well, it has to be really good. I used to do a bit of graffiti art in my teenage years. And so he's heard this and he also is a fan of graffiti art Mm, and he wants you to put up a big Mr. Ralph like under a bridge. Yeah. Yeah, he would. You could get caught though, Jake. You could get busted. No one really gets in trouble for that sort of stuff. Seems that way, yeah. Yeah. Otherwise there would be less of it. I think, okay, so it seems like there's, you would do a lot for Mr. Ralph. Yes, yeah, so the, the, the flights are very, very valuable to me. We're so, picking up on that. Okay. Um, can I have one bonus one? Yep. Yes. See the call that we've got. Oh, there. no. You don't have Mr. Ralph on the line. You do <laughs> read, not. Read out <laughs> what the name on the call says. Well, it did say Kane. No, yeah, because we didn't want to. <laughs> we wanted to surprise. Now, you. now it says Mr. Elf. You're going to pick. Will you be prepared to pick up that call? And you don't want to keep Mr. Elf waiting. I you, want to call your bluff because I just don't think you found him. Mm-hmm. But you, he's waiting there, and he this, expects you to give the first words. So, how would you want to greet him? Whenever you're ready, you can add him. I just don't think it's him. It's Pez or your mate or someone putting on an old man voice. I just will be shocked. <laughs> well, I'll be shocked. It's very important to you. So he. Whenever, now this is your yes or no, Jack. Will you end? Will you talk to him? I, yes, I will. Because I don't think it's him. So my opening words would be, hey, Mr. Ralph, suck it. How dare you, Jack? It's <laughs> Mr. Ralph. <laughs> Mr. Ralph. <laughs> Hello, Jackie boy. <laughs> Mr. Elf, thank you for all you've done for our, our family. Thank you for agreeing to send the picture. <laughs> I heard it all with much delight. Why, why is he <laughs> so scary Jack. like some old witch? <laughs> just because he's 88. Nobody's ever, nobody's ever seen him. Nobody knows anything about me. Mr. Ralph. <laughs> the most mysterious man in America. Well done. I'll see you soon, Jackie Boy. Mr. Ralph. Come Love visit you. me. Oh, I'm sick. <laughs> oh, no, Jack. I fear my days are numbered. Would you fly over this week? Please. Come and come and oh, soothe no. an old man. I'll turn him off. <laughs> yeah, turn him off. See you, Mr. Ralph. He's just unplugged. <laughs> and if there's one arena... Actually, I'll rephrase this. If there's two arenas of um, uh, justice and truth discovering we're passionate about, one is um, crocodile jumping tours in the Northern Territory. (laughs) Obviously a huge part of our portfolio. The second is um, chocolate. Recently added. Recently added, yeah, this year. We didn't do a lot of it last year and we might not do heaps next year, but for this year. (laughs) One thing that has gone the journey, though, is chocolate bars. Chocolate companies, yep. um, mm-hmm. uh, marketing, whether they're good ideas, curious ideas, please explains. Mm. Something that's close to our heart as large consumers of chocolate and certainly something that's close to our listeners' hearts because, boy, oh, boy, do we have some great operatives out there in the field alerting to us of the ongoing yep. curiousness of different things happening, whether it be Maltesers or yep. other um, chocolates. Now, this came, this came to me, um, well, I actually saw this online and happened to know the person involved. And so we started chatting about it. 
Before we get to it, though, Jack, I think people would be expecting you here to jump in because we're about to talk to a representative from the company in question, but I don't want to step on your toes if you had the audio from the Mars CEO ready to go from your doorstopping during the week. It's not complete yet. <laughs> As in, uh, yeah, obviously it hasn't started. No, <laughs> it's a great not lying. Yeah, yeah. I won't play it now because it's not complete. Yes, finishing touches. <laughs> Starting touches. I, I, I wouldn't say it's finished yet. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. Should I? No, it's not hundred percent finished. <laughs> really so good, yes. Jack. Let's. Really good. So you've actually tracked down a representative. We've got someone. Well okay, done. so let's start with the issue first. Yes, the issue relates to a Kit Kat, mm-hmm. four finger Kit Kat. Um, a long-time favourite of yours, I know. Love Andrew. a four-finger kick. Yeah. Not so fan, not such a big a fan of the of the chunky. Yep, yep. You don't. I and I'm the common feeling there, and I think I'm with you on this. Is just the ratio. Grown up on the if you've grown up on the reg, the normal ratio of chocolate to wafer. Yep. You go to the chunky. It's just a different ball game. Yep. Some people love it, mm. and that's the customer. Yeah. But um, it's not for you, Ando. And it's funny because it's a ratio issue we're talking about here. Really. The person in question who found this situation is. Angus Brayshaw, he's appeared on the show before. Yes. He plays for the Melbourne Football Club. He came in to do a special skill on wine yes, star midfielder for the Melbourne Football Club, but probably better known for failing a special skill on our show for a wine pour incident. He is a great friend of the show. He joins us now. Angus, ahoy. Ahoy, gentlemen. Thank you for having me. Pleasure. Love to have you back on. Um, no, look, long time. Gus, Gus came and he said, look, could I use the show? This feels like the right show is the forum to chase this up. Gus, can you explain to the people what happened to you mm. in regards to a recent Kit Kat? Yeah, it was, um, I was, I was playing golf, which you can both sort of, uh, understand. Okay, uh, so. there's, there's a little, uh, golf uh, snack cart that floats around and you, and you know, sometimes you catch it early in the round, sometimes it's late in the round. Yep. And I think for me, where I sort of catch it depends on what I'm sort of interested in, um, purchasing. So yep. I got it uh, on the fifteenth hole, and I thought, you know what, I need I need something here to spark me up for the last three, four holes. Yes. And so I've ordered the Kit Kat, uh, you know, the four fingered operation standard, not the chunky stuff. Good. So I've peeled it open, I've snapped the block off myself, and took a bite into just a thick finger of chocolate. There was absolutely no wafer to be found whatsoever. Solid wow. chocolate. I, it was weird. Wow. I was with my brother and a couple of my mates. I was like, gee, this has got to be the weirdest thing ever. I might be the only person who's ever, ever copped this. And I was like, it might just be one finger. So I've yeah, gone yeah. to um, <laughs> two other fingers on the other side of the bar, yeah. and they were both solid chocolate too. So I had four fingers wow. of Kit Kat chocolate with not a, a side of wafer in, in, in any of them. You didn't have a Kit Kat. You had a Kit Kat-shaped block of chocolate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You had a Kit yes. Kat-themed block, yeah. but it wasn't yeah. actually a Kit Kat. I mean... Just quickly, I just want to check on the sure. outside of the wrapper. It, it wasn't, wasn't a promotional a thing. A promotional thing, like just the choc for Chocoholics or whatever. No. <laughs> and, and, and that's a good point, Ando, because, yeah. you, you know, this is not a, you don't expect this. You, this is, it sounds uh, unbelievable. So mm. I, took, yep. I made sure that because once I realised what had happened, I was like, geez, this is... I don't know. I don't know what's going on here, but this needs to be documented. So I got a singular that that single uh, finger that I mentioned that I first bit into. Yep. I had a photo of that with the, the actual Kit Kat wrapper. Great. And then I also said, because there will be skeptics, of course, that I'll get the double uh, the two fingers which I bit into. They were still connected, 
and I um, got a photo of that as well with the same yep. wrapper. Oh, so, well, well, you, did, you did everything yeah. short of photographing it next to a ruler like a crime scene. So many ways yeah. it was photographed exactly. and, you know, everything's there. The documentation is there. I think it ducks it. They're not going to get off on a technicality on this <laughs> yeah, one. No, we did everything by like the covered. book. Yep. So how did it happen? Here's my how do we stop it happening to other people for Kit Kat's sake? My guess it's not a that, pleasurable that experience. Machine, there's a point where they'll pour chocolate, insert the fingers, yep. pour chocolate of wafer, pour yep. chocolate all the way around that, and then yep. it keeps going down the chute. That's how we'd design it. I would. I suspect <laughs> that the wafer has run out, and so it's yep. it's gone to place them in there. Yep. The chocolate's come down to pour over. It's filled its filled its boots. And then it, it gets past quality control because... Because who knows? They can't cut them open. Yeah. yeah. They, you need what they, they, they have at the airport to look through it. They obviously don't have an, uh, yeah, a wafer x-ray. That's what we've discovered here at the Nestle factory. Mm. I think you're right, Anna, because uh, there's no other way. And they, it must pour over because if it was a certain volume of chocolate they pour, they would have noticed that mould is a little, mm. little shallow. But well, because there's no wafer in it. Yes. But they just pour it over and they just keep going about their day. Yeah. Gross oversight. No matter how you want to chop it up, fellas, it's gross <laughs> oversight. <laughs> We've got a passionate customer on the line. We've also got Shannon, who's the marketing manager. Now, I of KitKat. hoped to get the factory manager of yes. KitKat, like the guy on the production line. But Shannon, we've been assured she's an expert in the production of chocolate. Hmm. Shannon, ahoy to you. Hello, hello. I am glad that I can come represent its apparent gross oversight yep. of KitKat. Well, Shannon, well, do, do you agree that it is? Um, I think Angus should consider himself pretty lucky. I think he's got a once-in-a-lifetime collectible item. Oh, don't try to on a dig in. She's gone to dig in. Interesting to see you dig in. <laughs> We've talked about this on the pod before. You dig ins or you, sorries. You dig ins or sorries, and you've gone with a dig in. Don't worry, that's normally our preferred path as well. <laughs> Shannon with the dig in. Okay, so Shannon, <laughs> since, since we're digging in, how, <laughs> how, how can this happen and has it happened before? Mm-hmm. Um, look, in all seriousness, um, the wafer is a pretty important part of a Kit Kat. Oh, yeah. Um, you can't have the kit without the cat. Is that um, what it's being hang representing? Hang are you saying, are like you saying kit is line. chocolate? Yeah, is kit chocolate <laughs> and cat's wafer? Is that true? Is that true? official? Because it's, it's not yeah, short yeah. for either of them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it makes sense, no. uh, but kid is chocolate and cat is wafer. So Always or just today? Oh, nothing makes Always. sense, to be honest. Nothing <laughs> makes sense. Is that really why a Kit Kat's called a Kit Kat? Because they're like, you got your kit, which everyone knows is wafer. You got your cat, which we all call chocolate. Kit Kat. Actually, the other way around here. But Sorry. <laughs> I'm, I'm surprised you guys didn't know that already. Well, I mean, that's as, news to us. That's, right. That is side, news to us. Which is not that. a slight on you as a marketing manager. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Uh, yeah, that message is not getting through to the general if, population. Yeah. If I had to guess, I know we're sort of moving away from your issue here, Angus, and we'll get back to it. But if I had to guess, I would have said Kit Kat was called that because originally it was just two fingers. Yep. And you like called one Kit one. Like it's hyphenated. It's a hyphenated word, and it's sort of a hyphenated bar. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it's a two-part bar. Great. I would have thought that would be the origin. Is that seriously the origin, Shannon? No, no, it's absolutely not the origin. Oh, okay. come on. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> objection irrelevant. <laughs> so, Shannon, did you just make up the kit for chocolate cat for wafer bit? Uh, actually, people told us that. So it has happened to one other person. Oh, um, right. And they did, uh, they did let us know that there was all kit and no cat. 
Um, right. And ever since, that's how we've we've spoken about right. The so it came recipe from a no- chocolate and wafer initial okay. complaint. Right. So Ooh. this is the internal name for Kit Kat because of the very situation that Angus has faced. Well, can you explain how this could happen? Mm. So um, your chocolate knowledge is pretty good. I'll give you that. Um, so the wafer is baked separately. Yep. Yum. And then uh, they get dropped in a big mold of chocolate. Yum. where it's sandwiched together with the filling and, of course, as you said, the chocolate goes on the back. Um, we didn't run out of wafer. Uh, we never, never, never run out of wafer. Okay. Um, so is there one out there with <laughs> double wafer? <laughs> <laughs> All cat. <laughs> now you've got to find that one. You've got to find its perfect pair. Yeah. Um, but so they get dropped in. So occasionally and very, very rarely, which is why I say this, uh, you get a bit of a rogue wafer, misses its mark, slips, and then leaves that doesn't land in the mold. Oh, so then t- you it's have all the so the, does the wafer is the wafer that goes into a four finger Kit Kat all one piece that then gets cut? Uh, before before it goes in. Okay, because so so I was wondering because because like get dropped in. Yeah, I would think that if it's just one wafer mm. missing, to my mind, I was like, so three went in, one dropped out. Like, what are the chances of all four going out? But it's the same wafer that gets cut into four, then it goes in. Shannon, so I that's don't the bit that you. slipped off. I don't. Wow. <laughs> wow. Dig in. No. Dig in's galore. <laughs> because, like you're saying, four dropping and all four missing. Yeah. That's what yeah, I think. Thank you, Ando. That's a great point, Ando. <laughs> what are the chances? Yeah, that, that's. What are the chances? But I, I think. But, but that's what I'm trying to clarify. Is it just drop. one? Is it one piece that gets cut into four just before it drops in and that's gone somewhere? Yeah. So it gets cut into four just before it goes goes in, but the same little arm drops all four in one. So, so if it's, it's the missed, arm's it's missed really it. missed. Oh, sorry, no. And I'm yeah. sorry that I didn't believe <laughs> yeah. that. That's fair. So the arms come across and just obviously hung on too long or, or dropped it too early. And is, there any, is there any chance, Shannon, and I'm just hypothesising here, but when you were talking about the wafer being baked, and obviously, you know, this could be because I'm a little bit hungry at the moment, that sounds delicious, and I imagine the smell is very good of freshly baked wafer. Is it possible that somebody, not unlike myself, is working there going, oh, God, who's going to notice one that's missing its biscuit? <laughs> and a worker Has perhaps had a, had a nibble. Look, I have eaten the wafer on its own at the factory, um, yep. so it oh, could I... have actually been, could, it could have been me. Um, <laughs> it's pretty good. Is this an of guilt? <laughs> it's good. I mean, we know it's good, but is it good by itself? It's excellent by itself because do you know the the little filling between the wafers? Yeah, that's yeah, that's actually made nice. of Kit Kat, crushed up Kit Kat. Oh, so how sustainable! You're still eating a Kit Kat even if it doesn't have the chocolate on the outside. So there's a little bit of chocolate bits in between the wafer. Yeah. <laughs> we have a, we have a Kit Kat in here. And Jack is actually looking at it. <laughs> Jack, wow. Jack's broken it open and he's inspecting so, the inside. Shannon, of the Kit Kat. Did that, was that the original design, or was there a waste product that you went, "Hey, we could crunch that up and put it in a wafer"? And I think that's perfectly great resource. But then, then it's a chicken and the egg thing because you would have had to build one Kit Kat first to crush that up and make the filling, so that the original, the Alpha Kit Kat, mm. the first Kit Kat ever made, cannot have had a Kit Kat in it because it was the original. That's true. Shannon? That is true. It's a combination of both, I think. So um, it was made with chocolate and then sometimes they look at a cookie or you have a three-finger and why not crush it up and make it a delicious mm. additional Kit Kat 
So ro- we're blaming a robot's arm, yep. a slip-up of a robot's arm. I suppose the only thing left here is what, um, you know, since we're representing Angus in this, mm. uh, is, there, is it a year's supply of Kit yeah, Kats? What, what is it a of- lifetime supply? What sort of a settlement <laughs> are we looking at? Was that, did you hang up? <laughs> <laughs> Shannon, is there a compensation discussion? Or you, uh, maybe she's put us on mute. I did. I did. Yes. I think you've, have you got lawyers there to consult what you can do? <laughs> if only I did, I think it would be quite helpful. Um, Sh- Shannon, is there just a natural compensation in mind for someone that gets all kit? Uh, we, we would replace it. Um, hmm. um, Angus, Angus, what would make you feel a bit better about this situation, given you're a fan? Oh, I mean, that's a good question. I. Uh... I don't know. To be honest, it, it, it feels like uh, a year's is, a year's worth is probably about right. But yeah. I'm also conscious of the fact that um, I think he's overstretching. How about this? Yeah. Um, <laughs> Shannon, land the plane. Let's land the plane. Shannon, send him out just an all wafer. So <laughs> balance <laughs> balance the equation. Balance the equation. Do you know what? How many grams is a Kit Kat? I assume it's about 45, 50 grams. Forty-five grams. Send him forty-five grams of wafer. <laughs> that feels well, that right. Makes just right, hearing Angus? that. Just hearing that out loud, that 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 feels right for me. Yeah, Shannon, <laughs> what a settlement. Of course, Andrew, we would take we'd take five percent off the top of that. Yeah. <laughs> and Jack, is there anything you would like? I'll just have a regular Kit Kat. <laughs> <laughs> Every time, <laughs> Shannon, thank you so much. Really appreciate. It. Thank you, Angus, for bringing this Good to on the you, show. Shannon. Really appreciate it, guys. Fronted up. <laughs> Hope that works for you, Angus. Thanks, mate. Pleasure. <laughs> Um, gentlemen, I mean, this might verge into must be nice, but I am I, I right in assuming both of you guys have cars with beeps on them? Like oh, yeah, yeah. Parking, parking yeah. beeps, yeah. I, I mean, not all cars do, but I think most cars have beep beeps now. I think it isn't a must be nice anymore. I no, think I think it's standard. No, it's a safety feature, so, yeah, yes. you know, it is nice to have safety. We when, all like safety. <laughs> when you're Jack, reversing. I'm talking about your main car. Like, I don't know which one of your... <laughs> I have just one car, but yes, it has the beeps. <laughs> Did you sell the other car with the property? Did you sell your fleet? The, the the cabin that we had in the woods had this old bomb of a car. You wouldn't even call it a car. It had no windows, no doors. Oh, so it was it? Nice. Must be nice to have so many cars. You don't even have to call one a car because you also had the use. You weren't allowed to drive it on the road, so it only could be driven on the property, and it got sold with the property. A lot of luxury cars you can't drive on the road. Like, yeah, like a Formula One car. I saw one recently. <laughs> <laughs> one was recently bought at auction, like one of Lewis Hamilton's. I was like twenty-five million pounds or something. You're not allowed to drive that on the road. Well, so this didn't get out of first gear, so it wasn't anything like a oh, Formula so One. Oh, so revved, revved high, <laughs> much like a Formula One car. Anyway, so not the Formula One car. Mm. Um, your regular car, you drive. Got the beep beeps. Here's my question to you guys: We're talking about reverse when you're reverse parking. beeping, yep. yeah, and often you know all around the car. Mm. Am I crazy or can technology get old and tired? Because it feels like my beeps have got tired. Like really? I've had my car for three years, I think. Mm-hmm. It, 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 it's, it's slowed down. Like it's stopped noticing things. I think it's getting fatigued. Like, you know, your phone sort of starts slowing down a bit. Darcy's nodding out here. Yeah. I don't know why Darcy's not it's, but... it's the strangest thing, but this might be happening to people where it's like, it reminds me of, you know, you see, secu- you see lots of different types of security guards mm. in lots of different jobs. But when you see a really old one, yes. right, like a really old, like tired mm. security guard, you go, okay, well, he's obviously not probably, I'm generalising, not going to be as sharp no. as like the, 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 the nightclub security guard, the fresh guy. Yep. 
And I just feel like my car's beeps are fail, like fading. I've, like I feel like I've got a 95 year old security guard looking after the car now. To the point are, where are they? To just just so I can be clear, I'll give you are, some examples. Are they not beeping as much? Beeping slower, changing each of the beeps. Yeah, all, and you know what? Almost all of the above, mm-hmm. because you get so used to the rhythm of the mm. car. Because mine goes beep, beep, beep. That's level one, yep. which I don't even pay attention to. Like, nah, I'll drive out. for I'll drive for twenty meters yeah. forward with that. <laughs> yeah. Then there's beep, 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 beep. Then there's beep, 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 beep. beep. Then yep. beep yep. means like, mm. all right, well, down. And I actually think I've got two tones of the solid because we're all so really? arrogant. We don't. If you even solid hear, isn't yeah you can move solid, a, bit, I, a bit of wiggle room. Solid, I go, I've got a bit more to go here. <laughs> what do you reckon the solid actual distance is? Yeah, it's got to be like thirty centimeters. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. why I keep going, and I'm waiting for BB. What? There's another I, one. <laughs> I think I've got two tones in my solid. <laughs> wow. They should have like a you know the submarine like <laughs> like when there's a yeah, torpedo yeah. launch coming. Mm. That I would like that to be the final tone yes. because. I don't. I've lost respect for the solid because I still think I've got a bit to go. Mm, yes. But if you hear that like missile tone, mm-hmm. you'll be like, okay, something's up. Yeah. Like you know, we got to. This is an emergency. Here's what's happening with my car. It like I'll it will sometimes will come on out of nowhere. Like I'll be just parked, like you know, waiting to take off, maybe finishing a text message or something, and then out of nowhere, it's be like beep 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 behind you, like. What's that? And there's nothing around you. No one's walking behind the car or anything. Okay. And then it will stop. And you'll be like, hey, come on, mate. Come on. Like, just, and it feels a bit like the guy's been asleep and then he's like <laughs> woken up and drawn a gun just in case he's woken up like mid-bank robbery. Yes. But more so when I'm backing towards, like towards stuff or I've got them at the front too, you're like edging towards another car. I'll be like, gee, the beep should have come on by now. But yeah. I trust them. And if they haven't come on, then I'm going to keep going. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, and it really feels like the car's just woken up. All of a sudden, I'll be like, oh, beep, 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 beep. <laughs> but it it jumps like three levels. Yeah, and like it just has woken up that it's close to something. Today, mm-hmm. after I dropped the kids off from school, I was backing back. There's a tree. There was like a it was a parking spot it has one of those trees on yep. the road, like in its own little garden with mm-hmm. poles. I'm backing back, and in my head, I go, "All right, I must be sweet o burrito here because no beeping." Not even a single beep. Mm. Then, car hits the pole. <laughs> I swear to God, car hits the pole. Then there's a moment. The car goes, Too late. Hey, Greg, we've already been robbed. We've been robbed. The, the robbers have gone away. Bit late to wake up now and start ringing the bell. He's got tired. Whoever my beeper is, he's, he's old. <laughs> Hey, we've got to get to this. It's some breaking news during the week, which has shocked the pants of us. Yeah, I don't, I mean, this came out in press release form. I doubt many of our listeners would have seen it covered in any of the major mainland newspapers. I'd say there are more. Tasmanian newspapers for that matter. Yeah, I would say there's some more pressing issues across our nation than this, but But for our show specifically, they're probably isn't a have we been made aware of this? And, Ando, you've got the press release. It relates to the Croc Wars. Now, yep. we're all well across the progression of the story. Uh-huh. Original Crocodile Jumping Tours versus Spectacular Crocodile Jumping Tours. The show's plan to get up to Darwin, 
get the owners of both businesses to sit down and go, hey, there's enough river for all of us. Mm. Come on, let's have some peace. There's been decades of hijinks and mischief between the, the two. Yes. Let's stop the rivalry. Let's embrace the sheer joy of taking members of the public to see a huge prehistoric reptile jump out of the water yes. to eat chicken. It doesn't matter really whose name's on the side of the boat. It's exactly how we feel. Well documented. It. Well documented on our show. That's what we're pushing for. In fact, here's something we can tell the listeners. During the week, we all had a conversation. We're like, let's just go. Like, let's yeah. book a flight. Let's book a date to go to Darwin. Yeah. Like, early November, let's just book a weekend. We let's can get pull us off. Yes. Let's, we, we can't we sort break of a piece if we're not there. Sort of backed ourselves to, to pull it off. Yeah. And there was, within our camp, I would say high high morale yeah. once we booked the, there's always that excitement when you book a trip where mm. you're like, let's, we're doing it. We're booked in. <laughs> Then this happens, Ando. Yes, press release from the original Adelaide River Queen Jumping Croc Cruises. Um, so the original. The this original. Is, this the is, original for short. Yep, the original. It says the original and Pathfinder Jumping Crocodile Cruises will close on the 31st of October 2023 after 38 years of operation on the Adelaide River. Unbelievable. What are the chances of this? Original croc jumping tours... We, I don't think it's a situation where he doesn't want peace. Like, he, he, he doesn't want us coming up there and brokering this. No, we, th- this, you know, initially we were like, what's happened? We, yeah. Hopefully we thought, it wasn't us. <laughs> Is this someone balking <laughs> at peace so hard? They're yes. like, no, I'm closing the doors. No. It doesn't seem to be the case. He says, our family business has built, uh, has built a world-class sustainable animal attraction that has carried more than 2 million passengers. Wow. It's an Australian icon. It's featured on Aussie Big Things, the TV yep. series. Jesus, was it on ABT? <laughs> <laughs> Which saw the croc, uh, the jumping crocodile feature on the release of a $1 coin by the Royal Australian Mint and on the $1.20 stamp by Australia Post. So it's, it really had its place yeah. as an icon. I'll paraphrase, it's a long press release. But sure, he, no one likes a longie. <laughs> no one likes a longie, but, but Tony says that there are more and more smaller uh, jumping croc tours getting added to the river and the NT government are just going willy-nilly with permits, essentially. So this is the owner of original. He's saying that now more permits are coming out. Yeah, he said there's up to So five. there's not two sides two sides left in this nah. skirmish anymore. There could be seven. There's up to five car competitors that operate in the water, waterway that he says he's developed. They're on smaller boats. He said smaller boats and big crocs don't mix. Yep. They're obviously on big, bigger boats like Spectacular and them. He's suggesting that the NT, uh, it's not, it's unsafe, but the NT government has to change the permitting. He doesn't want to be out there uh, and keeping it un- and, and being unsafe for any of the passengers. So he'd he's prefer- walking. He'd prefer to close it down. Safety first. Mm. So this is a real, so he's, he's really doing it. This is not a threat to close. He's like, we're done. He said, these are the ideas I'm putting forward to the Minister of Tourism and Hospitality. He lists things and he says if the NT, NT government, he said he's already listed those things, the NT government has failed us on these matters and does not understand the inherent risks combining small vessels with large crocodiles, not to mention the small vessels do not have capacity to carry a large number of conference or cruise ship passengers is his statement. Okay. He said that's why he wants to close down. The big, the two big C's. They are important for tourism, mm. cruises, conferences. Yeah, a lot of, lot of cash in that. This, I mean, Do, I don't think this has ever happened before. Not that this is about us. This is about a man and his business, this mm. is, which has been running for decades. And you know, we should say safety first. Yes. Um, uh, welfare of the business second. Then any podcasts interested in peace <laughs> missions third. 
Has it ever happened in the history of peace deals, any mediation mm. where like, like let's say you've got like two corporations going against each other mm. where you're just about to get to the table to sort this thing out and then one goes, nah, we don't be a corporation anymore. Yeah. We're out anyway. I mean, it's a solution, like it's a resolution, I suppose, Do but we, it's not what we're after with the beast deal. Are we still are we just still going? Are we just taking a holiday? Well, I mean, we booked it and we got so excited <laughs> and we were looking at like, we're, again, it's like the, nothing. It's, it's really the first pe- forced Peter out. Usually we're <laughs> it is, it is, self Jack. in charge exactly. of our Peter out. We're, we're the op- for the first time ever, we're the opposite of a Peter out, where we're the ones clinging on <laughs> yes. and someone else... Has we're opened trying- the door and Peter's left. <laughs> we're trying to catch Peter and drag him back exactly. into the building. We were shutting all exits. <laughs> and Peter like, somehow slipped out. Someone dragged the out someone dragged the couch against the door. Mm. Can't believe <laughs> of all the things we were like of all the other Peter ads that have happened through the year, mm. I was sort of allowing them to happen knowing that we'd, we'd in, least that was what I loved about when we booked the Darwin trip. Yes. I was like, you know what? We're actually gonna deliver the biggest on thing, the <laughs> the biggest thing we're gonna see through, and that won't Peter out, which mm. will be buy us a bit of cover for any other Peter outs <laughs> we've <Yes>. forgotten. <laughs> yeah. And now it all and now it's the opposite. Now yeah. it's like, oh, you thought those Peter outs were something. <laughs> well, what do you see the biggest Peter out of all? I mean, does, doesn't necessarily mean that we can't. Thirty first you know, of October did it say end of October? But it doesn't necessarily mean that we can't create peace between the two businesses. It'd be a nice way to. <laughs> well, it. one doesn't exist. Yeah. It does seem no. like an easy peace deal. Just just as he's taking his cardboard box full of stuff to his car. And Tony, do you agree to peace? Yeah, mate. Whatever. See ya. <laughs> well, we got it. We got it. We got peace. <laughs> Sure, mate, have a hundred of them. You beauty! We did it! We did it! (laughs) True. Unbelievable negotiations. But the way I was thinking of it was more like in those kind of mob films where the two dons from either side, after all the fighting and terror and finally get together and go, when they've both since kind of retired, they've just come back and gone, hey, I just think we should make peace. Well, that's, yeah, that's what we want. But yeah. you don't hear one of, like, one of the Dons isn't like, oh, God, Mafia. I've done that for ages. Yeah, I run a basketball <laughs> um, I run a basketball clinic now. Yeah, sure, mate. Yeah, take my territory. I don't care. I'm not involved. That's <laughs> true. So it's, yeah. I, I, get what, I get what we want. Yes. Um, yeah. <laughs> maybe is, is, this, is, this, is this still a good peace deal? Yeah. Where, you know, we, we do go up because we were planning on sort of being there. Unfortunately, the well, flights are booked for about a you know, week or so, a bit mm. less than a week after he's shuttering the business. I mean, we could talk to him and go, do you reckon you keep it open for one more week? <laughs> would you do would you stay one open more for, Would you stay open for a week? Yeah. Just do we um, make a big booking for like the week after that he can't refuse? Fucking <laughs> 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 a huge conference. And then do a bit of... Gotcha. Okay. It's actually a peace negotiation. <laughs> surprise, surprise, peace deal. So so technically he's still open. <laughs> yeah, would you stay open for us? Mm. Either that or do we get there in and just sort of go, look, who cares that it's a few days after you've closed forever? Mm. Um, would you be interested in, in as if as an ending note? Is it nice to end on a note of peace? That's nice. And then we can still have a plaque to go, yeah, yeah that's nice, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, just, that's, that's, <laughs> just go on this spot. Mm. The two um, disputed uh, rival businesses agreed 
to a piece and it was agreed by both parties that if had they both still been in business, it would have been peaceful. <laughs> it's a little anticlimactic. I'm just no thinking shit. of the actual. <laughs> we both agree yeah. that ha- had the dispute continued, <laughs> it, we would have resolved it. Mm. Doesn't have the ring. A hypothetical piece. Want to go. All right, we'll have a think about it. <laughs> we'll, anyway, we'll have a think about it. <laughs> Thanks for listening. The Hamish and Andy podcast will return next week. Catch up or contribute at hamishandandy.com. Listener.